Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the School of Sales podcast. If you haven't gotten the book, Persuade for Good, I can't recommend it enough. And the reason I say that is the feedback feedback. that people are giving. Can I just read a quick testimonial? (laughs) Please do. Okay, so so Megan sends this message and it was private just to from her to guide culture and I don't think she would mind me sharing this that she said three hours ago I was lowering my business into its grave the business casket into the grave and after reading this book my excitement and my hope has been resurrected Hmm. and the story there is that she has been really discouraged by technology advancements like artificial intelligence might be Mm -hmm. taking over copywriting and you know you have people in your ear who are just telling you oh well we might just need to switch industries or i don't even know like this is this is really good tech like you know Mm -hmm. you can have so much stuff in your ear that's actually not persuading for good as a side note and honestly what we're going to talk about today really is going to end up coming around this story a lot Mm -hmm. But I simply told her, hey, you are irreplaceable. You as a person 
are irreplaceable. In fact, when you are replaced, you can get better. You can do more important things. Mm -hmm. You don't need to stay the same. Let technology advance. In fact, her feedback to me was, let the robots come. That's good. She's like, bring them on because I get to go do something bigger and better Mm -hmm. because of the book. So if you haven't gotten it, I really encourage you to do it. And one of the, it's been so exciting getting the feedback and seeing the tags and everything Mm -hmm. that we decided to do Mm-hmm. a masterclass workshop around persuade for good and specifically lean into this idea of how to, how making money can be a natural byproduct of your life, mm-hmm. not the center of your life, but a natural byproduct of the way you are without feeling gross, which is one of the biggest objections to people selling, not making money necessarily, but yeah. the act of selling yeah. feels gross to people. So we're coming around this whole idea and For this podcast specifically, we're going to talk about the word persuasion Mm -hmm. and the idea of persuasion, because if you think about who are you persuading Mm -hmm. in life, whether it's your kid, your husband, your wife, your students, because you're a teacher, anybody at all, right? You're persuading someone who's not on the same side as you yet. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to talk to people who are on the same side as you. That's for Hello, sure. politics, right? Hello, religion. <laughs> Hello, money. Like, yeah. if you're on the same side, it's so easy. That's why, you know, grandma was always like, hey, don't talk about religion, politics, or money because and, you're not on the same side as people. And also, as humans, like, we want to be in tribes. Yes. Right? And so your tribe is like people who think like you. Correct. Right. So persuasion naturally can... It can come off weird because, like, oh, you're, like, pushing me to your side mm-hmm. or whatever. And so... All that to say is we got a tag in uh, about Persuade for Good, the book. And something about this tag made me, it was just so thoughtful, the things that she said about it. So I sent her a message. I said, hey, I love this so much. So happy for you. Can you tell me a little bit more about, uh, oh, and her, the way that she typed on the message was, people have always told me I'm natural at sales, but Mm. I haven't like enjoyed it. Mm. And so I sent her a message about that. I said, Hey, what about you? Like is natural sales when people see in you? So she sends this, these voice memos and she's like, you know, I guess because I'm a teacher, I'm outgoing, Mm. people like me. And so they think I would be good at sales, but this is the key. She said, I don't like it because I would never want to push something on someone that they didn't want. And to her, it was like rolled off the tongue. She didn't make a big deal about it. But when I heard it, Mm. I thought, man, she thinks people don't want what she has. Mm. She's assuming that people don't want what she has. It's just not true. It's just not true. And not to say that your product is for everyone, but I mean, you think about something like color analysis, which we've been talking about for almost a year. Yeah. Who couldn't benefit from more confidence to roll down your window in your neighborhood and talk to your neighbor? Who couldn't, you know, get the benefit of smiling more because you're wearing the right color lipstick, right? It's not like it's life-changing for just one person and it's not like it's this Mm -hmm. big, huge thing that everyone has to do, but the benefit is Mm. pretty universal, you know? And so it's worth persuading for good on that is my point. Yeah, I just feel like so many people think that they know the solution that they need but you actually have the solution that they need and they walk around suffering because of it. Yeah. But you are just thinking, I, you know, they don't want what I have and it's really causing you both to suffer Yeah, so much because you're way more fulfilled when you're serving people with your gift 
and they're going to be fulfilled when their problem is actually solved. Um, I went to lunch with someone who was a coach and, you know, of course I wanted to know all about her sales process. And she said, Oh, I don't, I don't convince people to work with me. I don't convince anybody. I was like, what do you mean? And the type of coach she was is she helps overspenders save more money. And she said, if they don't want it, they don't want it. Like I, it's not my job to make them think any differently. And I just like think about that conversation often because I, I wonder how many people are walking around in this world thinking they need a financial advisor because of their overspending or think that they need to work for jobs because of their overspending or think that they need to go ask, you know, their uncle for money because they're overspending. That's what they really think is going to solve their problem. They think more money is going to solve the problem. They think better organization, a new spreadsheet, when really they need to work on the way that they're thinking or whatever their her solution is to help them, you know, not have an urge or not have the desire to overspend, which is what she did. She helps them literally rewire their brain to not have like that dopamine need for overspending. But I'm like, how many people are walking around truly believing with all their heart that their solution is in something else when she actually can solve the problem? But she's willing to let them walk around the way that they are because she doesn't want to convince them. And that is not doing the right work, in my opinion. I would agree. Like, that is is your duty to persuade for good, to go serve those people and help them. When we were talking about, like, what she did, she was so fired up about, like, the solution she brought to people. And that didn't feel uncomfortable to teach her material or to coach people or to have her consult calls. That She didn't feel uncomfortable there. She only felt uncomfortable convincing people. But I'm just like, you would feel so much more, you would feel so much better being able to like save people from not jumping off a cliff yeah. than just serving people who only agreed with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Same concept. And yeah. I'm just like, it's... And it- so important to be excited and fired up and willing to persuade. And it seems like, it seems like it would be easy to share what the solution is, what the solution is, and that it should be obvious to people. And if it's not obvious why they need you, then they're not a good fit. Hmm. When really there's so many people who maybe they're overspending Mm -hmm. and they have never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. It's not even on their radar. They wouldn't even know to look for your thing right. because right. that's not their problem. They right. need to go start a third business. Mm. They need to go get another affiliate job, right? They need to do all this other stuff and they don't know that it's a mindset shift that they need towards spending, right? So this is an example mm-hmm. that if you feel like, oh, people just don't get it. I've been sharing about what I do. I'm sharing mm. this and I'm talking about it. Maybe you are making a very full effort to sell. In fact, I would put myself in this category back mm. when I was lost. Yeah. I was a lost little <laughs> lamb trying to sell in network marketing. I really was selling. I was talking to people. I was trying. Yeah. I was not persuasive. Mm. And selling and persuasion, being it sell, mm. sales skills help you persuade for good. And when you persuade for good, you have sales skills. It's like a back and forth reaction. Yeah. And it's really painful mm-hmm. not to have yeah. persuasion skills to actually put into the sales container that wow. you really are trying hard to use. Uh, but persuasion, what it really means when you break down the word is it really means that you are thoroughly sweet. Per breaks down into thoroughly, which is defined as great care mm-hmm. with great care, Good. which means you're looking at all the different things yeah. you're getting on the same side. You care and 
there's sweetness. That's what persuade, suede breaks down into sweetness. So you have this great care towards somebody. Yeah. And that is a really, really, really good thing. Yeah. Whereas, hey, I'm, I don't want to push someone into something that they don't want. That feels like manipulative. When right. I'm forcing it in this one moment. Right. Almost like you're a discount bargain hunt. Yeah. Getting them to make an impulse purchase when it really doesn't have to be that way at all. Yeah. At all. Would you like to start showing them the process? I would love that. Yes, let's do it. Okay, because one of the probably like this manipulation, a visual that I think a lot of people might have is like a mall kiosk mm. where the person is like, hey, come, 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 come. Mm-hmm. Put this lotion on your hands, put this curling iron in your hair, put this wig on your head. And, right. you know, it's for sale now. It's right. like on sale now. <clears throat> and it feels like pressure, right? And that is a totally different thing. For sure. That is a totally, in fact, that's like a different realm of creating like an offer even yeah. potentially within, yeah. I don't even know. That is not persuasion. That is actually manipulation mm-hmm. because you're trying to like kind of trick the brain into thinking it's yeah. ready to buy mm-hmm. and there's scarcity and all that stuff. And that's fine, I guess. But the point is that you actually give you skill to shift people's brain to make a high quality decision yeah. based on their gut, based on what they want, based on what they want their future to look like. That is what persuading for good looks like. And it's mm. not in the moment. It's no. not in the kiosk moment. Persuasion is actually a process. And you were about to demonstrate how selling can happen over the arc of time. And maybe it's Within six days, which, hallelujah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it's six months. And that actually can be very, very fulfilling and the right thing to do. Because maybe someone needs to give birth. That's right. <laughs> maybe they need time. Maybe they're going to adopt overseas. And mm-hmm. maybe they want to finish getting out of debt, which is, I know, mm-hmm. what a lot of people want to do. They want to get out of debt. That's going to be, hey, three more months. Mm-hmm. You have more time than you think you do. So when you can, we're about to draw what persuasion as a process could look like mm-hmm. and the different steps you can take because here's the key. Mm-hmm. Just because it takes time doesn't mean you sit there and wait. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that you sit there and wait. There's always an action that you can be taking to persuade for good, to keep their brain mm-hmm. in the right direction, kind of looking toward the sun, as mm-hmm. I like to say. Mm-hmm. You get to keep them like a sunflower, looking yeah. at the right angle And so that when the time is right, the transaction is a natural byproduct. That's right. It's just a matter of time moving down the arc. So good. Yeah, I get a piece of paper. Please do. This podcast is also able to be viewed on YouTube if you want to go watch it on YouTube. And I'm going to be drawing a, like I've said, an arc. Almost like a half circle, right? Like a rainbow. Like a rainbow. Mm -hmm. And over the arc of time. Obviously, people are living their life. I think that's easy to forget when you're selling something. You're obsessed with getting your product into the hands of people because you know it could change someone's life. If they could walk around more confident, they could have a a better quality relationship with their husband because their money is on the same page or Mm -hmm. whatever the case, your child can make better decisions because you teach kids how to, you know... Do something. I don't know. Whatever the case, you know that you can help people. So you're obsessed with it. Now, meanwhile, someone else is living their own timeline, right? right. They're living their own life. And so I want to go back to the story that I opened up with about the woman who said I was three hours ago, I was lowering my business casket into the ground. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Now, I want to point out that that really like impactful win from the book that actually came about a year after we've known her Mm -hmm. and she, she says this. 
So not only did the book persuade her to think a different way, but afterward, I'm trying to think, what did, what came first? Uh, was that I'm a copywriter and a salesperson. Yes. Yeah, so we, she has been in the guide culture sphere for like over a year. And in order to really even buy the book, she believed already through content and listening that she was not only was she a copywriter, which mm-hmm. is the business she started, but she's also a salesperson, which I'm writing as one, one point in the arc. She was convinced of this new Mm-hmm. A belief that she could walk around thinking, man, I can sell and be a copywriter. And that actually helps me yeah. help more people. That was something that she did not believe initially. Right. But through following, through conversations, she started to see herself as both. Yes. So she ends up buying the book, buys Persuade for Good. And she says, my hope, my excitement is resurrected. So because she told me, she said, hey, I really feel like we could be replaced by robots. Like mm-hmm. someone told me that. And I just thought this was all over after I put, I love it. I put all this work into, it. I love helping clients and she was feeling hopeless. And I don't know if that breaks your heart when you hear it, but how many people have gotten a little hesitation, mm-hmm. a little doubt in themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they want to give it all up. Someone cancels their program. They start questioning everything. Mm-hmm. How, how common is that? I think it's very common. I see it all the time. But you can help someone have their hope resurrected Mm -hmm. based on what you do, potentially. So she tells me that her hope is resurrected. And it's through this that she ends up saying, hey, and keep in mind that she has not bought Mm -hmm. the School of Sales program yet. Let's just put it down here as like part of the arc, School of Sales. Okay. This is, we're like three ticks down the arc. And this is like on the other side of the rainbow, potentially. Because oftentimes what people want to do is they want to jump the gun. They want to say, hey, you can make more money. Mm-hmm. You can make more money. You can have a happier life. You, they want to go to the very end. Mm-hmm. You can have a seven-figure business. You can work four hours a week. They point to the very end of the rainbow. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you have people over here who are doubting that someone even want to work, wants yeah. to work with them. That, that they could even hire somebody potentially. Yeah. Like this is a, I'm using different examples now. They think that they're replaceable. They think they're replaceable. So why would they believe that they could scale their business, mm-hmm. that they could have a team, right? So, so sometimes what sales feels like is this moment where you have to make the big pro- proclamation, the big one. It's like your one moment. And if they don't get there, mm-hmm. then it's all over and everyone fails. Yeah. And that's just not true. Every single tick mark on the line is the process to helping them think and shift and see, oh, that arc, that that kind of, quote, gold pot at the end of the rainbow, which just for the metaphor, okay, it's there. Mm-hmm. Let me like take the next step. And yeah. as a honest counselor who persuades for good, you get to help them get to that next step. Mm-hmm. So as an example, she she was feeling hopeful and excited again. So she said, well, Hey, tell me about the school sales labs. I really don't want to get vulnerable. Like I, my personality, I just want to make sure that this is right for me. So she was actually warm, warm enough to open up about, Hey, this is a question I have about your program because there are skills labs in school sales where you practice with your coach and about Mm -hmm. five to seven other people weekly for eight weeks. And I said, Hey, you know, this is the way that labs operate and you are completely safe you are completely safe. And her response was like, man, I, I'm excited to do that now. Mm -hmm. I think I can actually do that now. So her believing 
that she was safe was just another part of the process. Mm-hmm. Do you see how it's not just a one moment kiosk sale? Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot of different thoughts that can be shifted. And there's skills for every single one of these. And they're not different skills. It's the exact same skill mm-hmm. to help someone see what's possible for them really quick. It's moments that you can just whip out your voice memo and plant, plant that for someone so they can take the next step, so they can believe a little bit more. Persuasion is a process. Mm-hmm. And you have more time than you think you do. And when you're able to do this, you're in a lot of these conversations. In fact, your content can be doing this without you even knowing who's listening, mm-hmm. right? Because this person was listening for a year mm-hmm. while she was doing her own thing, copywriting. And meanwhile, yeah. it's like, oh, her beliefs were shifting over time. Yeah, and I just want to point out that like, Part of these ticks, like one of this part was like the book. Yep. And that's not like why we wrote the book by any means, but it's like just happened to be what she needed in the right time. And and like I don't know if that's encouraging for you, but like what what most people I think think is manipulative or why persuasion feels uncomfortable, feels gross, is they are so focused on this moment. And it's hard to imagine how it could possibly feel gross to tell someone that they're valuable and they're not replaceable. No one can replace her. No robot, brilliant robot could replace her tilt, her perspective, her views and how she can write copy. And having someone, even if they never get to this point of buying, if they never get to buying the the pot, golden pot at the end of the rainbow, you can know that you still persuaded for good, helping them see a new way to see themselves. Whether it was in the book, whether it was in content, whether it was in a conversation or reminding them that they're safe, that is persuading for good. But it only is done when it is done thoroughly, right? Mm. Persuade. And it actually gets through to someone. And that's what's so p- powerful about sales skills is like that's exactly what it takes to be able to for someone to resonate and connect with your message of why they are valuable and not replaceable uh, and why they're safe. I want to do one more example. So stay here. And before that, I want to talk about how, you know, when you think about, well, how do I persuade? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I do this? Um, I was, everyone's talking about chat GPT, the artificial intelligence that's like could replace copywriters, which, you know, that's not the conversation we're having because I don't believe that that's going to happen right now is when you look at the definition of it, we talked about this in a recent podcast, but the definition is all about what to do, handle their objection, mm-hmm. you know, talk about the value, mm-hmm. be prepared to, you know, ask them the right questions. Like it always tells you what to do, not how to do it. Yeah. And that's why when I talked about skills labs with this copywriter, like you actually do practice. That's right. You practice your ability to do this with your business, mm-hmm. your ideas, whether you're a mom trying to get your teenager mm-hmm. to go to prom and make the right decision, yeah. or you have a business and you're trying to hire a teammate or paint the vision, whatever you're doing, yeah. you can specifically practice how to persuade for good and get better and better and better at that. Yeah. I want to do the example of the color okay. and how money is not your end goal. Mm -hmm. It's actually a byproduct of the process. So let's talk about that because I want to say every single time because I really, really, really believe that. But I'm going to say most of the time, money is not the end end goal. Yeah. Because it's a process. And there's so many ways and opportunities to persuade after the sale. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening to this on our podcast, I want you to imagine a rainbow and there's a tick right in the middle of the rainbow, and that's where the sale is being made. So there's a before the sale, yep. and there's an after the sale. So we're going to kind of talk about the ticks or the thoughts that need to be sold to them or persuaded to them 
before they even make the purchase. So this is a story about a woman who wanted to, well, she didn't know if she wanted to get her colors done, but she knew she wanted to spend time with her daughter. And so she was like, yeah, you know, um, I guess like this could be a fun experience. Get color analysis. Color analysis could be a fun experience. So that is kind of one thought that need to be sold, sold to her. It's like, hey, even if you like don't believe in this or, you know, don't enjoy it, like the experience itself, it will be fun. You can decide that it's going to be fun. That is a sell right there. Mm-hmm. And then another tip could be like another thought that she needed to be sold is that, you know, time with her daughter in this way is valuable. She was going with her kind of 30 something or, you know, 20 something year old daughter. She needs to be persuaded that, Hey, even if I don't like love the experience, potentially what I do love is my daughter. And I'm going to see this as time that's spent with her in a bonding moment that feels really good. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, maybe eventually she'll get to the point of like, I'm going to make the most of this, the whole experience. I'm going to make the most of this experience. So what's interesting, and I just want to pause here at the sale because we're using color analysis as an example, which basically means you can find out what colors look best on you so that you're radiant, you're vibrant, and you know how to show up in the world. Okay. Now I'm going to be, this is my opinion. This is a very easy sell. I believe because people want to show up as their best. They want to see what's unique about me and how can I show up the best. Mm -hmm. Every single person wants to feel that way. So it's one of the easier upfront sales. Now, what I will tell you behind the scenes, what we're hearing at Guide Culture Headquarters Mm -hmm. is that once the color consultant has the person in their chair, you would think that it would be easy once they see how great a color looks on them. Mm -hmm to, okay, well, of course I'm going to wear chocolate brown and not burgundy because it looks so much better in the mirror. I'm literally seeing it, right? You, It's hard to deny that. Come to find out the sale that needs to be made after the sale. After the money exchange. After the money exchange, after the transaction. The sale that needs to be made is that you are worthy of standing out. Mm. You are worthy of being seen and you like, can shine. You can wear the lipstick because what you could do in this case, and this goes for every business, by the way, like after people buy school of sales, it is a continuous persuasion toward, hey, you, you can go master this. Mm -hmm. You can become the best salesperson that you've ever been. This is not confined to color. I'm just giving you the example that people need to be sold how to take action, Mm -hmm. how to be compliant, to use like a doctor word Mm -hmm. with the, the you know, the result. So they can stand out because getting this is only honestly 10% of it. If you don't take action with it, who cares? That's right. It's just knowledge. So you're sold on, you are worthy. And maybe someone says, well, if I stand out, I'll look like I'm trying too hard. Mm. Ooh, that's, that's a, that's something that people need to be persuaded. If your best friend or your daughter told you, I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard in by wearing the colors that look best on me. You would tell them by you wearing the colors that look best on you, mm-hmm. you will be so effortlessly radiant mm-hmm. and you get to paint that hope and belief into them. And that is persuading for good. There is absolutely no way on this earth that that is a gross thing to do mm-hmm. to tell someone that they are naturally radiant and mm-hmm. that they can be, they can actually look more effortless than ever. That's right. And healthier, right? And they can show up with confidence. 
And that that is part of this. Otherwise, they're just left here with money spent. And that's not really helping anybody. Right. Right. I'm writing down all the places. Mm-hmm. But people have to believe this. And these are all sales that are made. That's right. Yeah. And maybe like, I mean, I'm thinking about this particular woman is like older, you know, she's maybe in her sixties or something. And, you know, maybe she thinks like, it's not worth like turning over my entire wardrobe. Like it's too late. Yeah. Like that's a huge sell to to help someone believe that it's never too late. Feel the way you need to feel to live the life that you're capable of living. 100%. And like all of this is this is how you make an impact. I just got on a call today with somebody and I'm like, what do you like want from this experience, a sales experience? She's like, I just want to make an impact. And I hear that all the time. Like, in fact, when people tell me about their business, they're like, I want to make an impact. I want to make an impact. But the girl that, I, that told me that today, she knows how to do this. She knows how to move people through the right thoughts before and after the purchase to make the get the best result and live the life that they're capable of living. Yeah. Without this... You have a lot of good ideas. You have a lot of beliefs. You have a lot of solutions to problems, but very little impact that's being made. And that's why we're so passionate about getting these skills into the hands of people so that you can persuade for good and make the right impact that you're meant to make. I just want to emphasize this one more time that what most trainings, what most portion modules in a course are going to teach you is this moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what they end up doing is... The money moment. The money moment. The transaction moment. So what I'm going to do is... I'm going to paint you two different arcs really quick, right? There's this one rainbow one that we've been talking about where money's just a a part of the process because it is a natural Mm -hmm. byproduct of this process. And then what most modules, what most courses, what most accounts are going to teach you is that, hey, the arc can actually be very short. Mm. It can actually be very short and you can make more money in the short amount of time. And look, Maybe different industries have different sales cycles. That's not the point. The point is that when you feel like, hey, all the pressure's on this one moment, that's when you start doing things that do feel gross. Mm -hmm. You start discounting your product consistently. You start adding all this one-on-one time with you because no Mm -hmm. one else, because you don't know how to persuade what your online course actually can do for people (laughs) and they buy in Mm -hmm. and they are compliant with watching it and they do the homework. They do the hard work, Mm -hmm. but most people to consolidate this time to do easy button stuff Mm -hmm. and the easy button isn't helping anybody, right? It might be stretching you more thin. You're adding all of this value. You're giving more information and it's actually probably giving you the same or less results, maybe bursts of results Mm -hmm. around, you know, Mm -hmm. certain periods of the year, but you can actually make this predictable, Mm -hmm. a a predictable process, consistent it's something that is just a natural byproduct of the way you communicate. I just think that it is so fulfilling mm-hmm. and it is how you make an impact because you getting a credit card swiped is not a life change for someone. And the greatest mm-hmm. gift you can give someone is a life transformation. That's right. And that comes over time after the purchase, before the purchase. Um, and that's why persuading for good is so important. Yeah, absolutely. If this resonated with you and you want to kind of go deeper on this, I cannot encourage you enough to join us for our masterclass happening Monday, January the 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, no replay, live only. So not only register, but get it in your calendar and just go ahead and commit and honor the commitment to yourself that you're going to be there. Because mastering this skill, we're going to kind of talk more about the skill itself and, and also like how you can just be the, the process, not the quick, uh, like easy discount button. easy button. This is what most people are missing. 
this is what makes you stand out. This is what makes you do things differently and so much better. And this is what gives you predictable uh, results. So the class is all about persuading for good. How making money can be a natural byproduct of your life. And it can be without feeling gross. We cannot wait to see you there. All the information is going to be in the show notes and in the links below on the uh, YouTube channel. And we'll see you there.